This is Shotgun and Charlie's Bullet Points. The highlights of today's show in one place. Find them on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Here's Shotgun and Charlie from Y100. Bringing the Hollywood sleaze to the land of cheese. It's Charlie's Chatter on Y100. All right. So I, I I didn't realize she was still alive. Shame on me. Very funny actress, comedic legend, uh, Cloris Leachman died at 94 years old. Natural causes. Uh, she was so funny. She won an Academy Award, a Golden Globe. She won herself eight primetime Emmy Awards. She played Phyllis Lindstrom on the Mary Tyler Moore show, which was pretty awesome. And then she had her own uh, spinoff called Phyllis. She received more Emmy Awards than any other actor. Oh, really? That's a big deal. Yeah. She was on the Facts of Life, if you guys remember. She was on Malcolm in the Middle. She did do a couple stints on Mad About You when they rebooted it. You like her in the movie uh, Young Frankenstein. Uh, she was awesome. Frau and- Blue Heart. <laughs> All the horses would win me. Oh, my goodness. Here's what I really like, and it makes me sad. Uh, my family, we are obsessed, obsessed with the Croods, the cartoon, Nicolas yeah. Cage. She was the voice of the character Gran, the oh, grandma. Really? Yeah, so rest in peace. Don't forget, too, uh, 82 years old, she was on Dancing with the Stars. That right? was pretty yes. darn impressive. Uh, Pamela Anderson's getting married, or she did get married, excuse me. You know who she married her bodyguard? Oh, really? these all last. They had a little intimate ceremony New Year's Eve. They fell in love during the pandemic. Ah. Those last two. Okay, I'm going to stop it. Uh, she wore this beautiful dress and then Hunter Rain boots. And that was a little nod to her Canadian roots. All right. Okay. So the 22-year-old poet that the world is talking about, Amanda Gorman, she uh, became the sensation. She read that poem that she wrote at President Biden's inauguration. Mm-hmm. Well, now she's going to the Super Bowl. She's going to perform a new original poem during the pregame show. And I like it because what it's going to do is it's going to be part of a tribute to three everyday heroes who were chosen as captains. Um, Tremaine Davis, a teacher in L.A., who helped get laptops and internets for his students. Nice. Susie Dorner, a nurse at the Tampa Bay General Hospital. She's been running the COVID-19 intensive care unit. And then James Martin, he's a Marine veteran who has been helping families connect virtually through the Wounded Warrior Project. Those are all awesome. I think that's going to be pretty cool to say. see. It's all, like I said, part of the, the, the pre-Super Bowl festivities. Gotcha. All right, this is just... I. Uh, I got to watch it. NBC drama Law and Order Organized Crime is coming. Christopher Maloney's back. It's okay. all going to be about my favorite thing, organized crime. Hello. <laughs> well, guess who else is joining the show? Sexy Dylan McDermott. What? Oh, really? You guys might remember him from American Horror Story, the original. Plus, he was on Hollywood, the Netflix series. Very good. And there he was all gray haired in it. It was yeah, yummy. Yeah. He was in The Politician. All I know is he's on there. I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to be a regular. It's going to be so fun to see the show. I can't wait. All right. And then we got a legend, Loretta Lynn. Guess what? She got a brand new documentary coming. It'll be on PBS. And this one looks good, Shotgun. Interviews, performances. It'll air February 27th. And she is releasing her 50th album. Wow. It's called Still Woman Enough. Because <laughs> she's celebrating the women in country. I think she's going to do a bunch of covers of women. Oh, how fun. Yeah, that'll come how out March fun. 19th. The documentary will be on February 27th. PBS. What a milestone. 50 albums. Yeah. It's amazing. Pam married her bodyguard. That's marriage number five. <laughs> Cloris is the latest legend who is not alive. Law and Order OC has Dylan's latest role in the inauguration. Poets going to the Super Bowl. She's going to, to the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. She's not playing. No. No, not this no. time. <laughs> 
Shotgun and Charlie. Y100. It's Sam Hunt. Take your time. Y100. Good morning. Shotgun and Charlie here. And we're going to do a little Northeast Wisconsin style poll. It's either ya or no. <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, you have a built-in excuse to get out of a Valentine's date with someone new this year. No, I can't talk like that. Uh, look, first dates on Valentine's Day is what we're asking. Yeah, COVID, you don't want to do it. I sure, it. yeah. But in a non-pandemic world, how do you feel about a first date on Valentine's Day? Because only 47% of people surveyed in this survey they did in America, 47% said they'd be comfortable with them. 36% are not. The other didn't care. Really? Men are definitely, by the way, more comfortable with them than women. Hmm. 64% of the men said, yeah, absolutely. Well, the rest of the women are like, no, I'm not, I don't want to do that. That's a day of love, and I'm just getting to know you. <laughs> All so, right. yeah or no? Yeah or no? First date, <laughs> Valentine's Day, yeah or no? Nine two zero four six five one double zero three is our phone number. You can text us at three one zero zero three as well. First date on Valentine's Day. Yarno. It's Luke Bryan at Down to One at Y100. Good morning. We are Shotgun and Charlie, and we're glad that you're spending part of your morning with us this morning. All right, so we did a quick go Y100 poll throughout Northeast Wisconsin. First dates on Valentine's Day. Good idea. Yarno. Our uh, text calculator says... 76% 76% of the people said no. No, bad idea. That kind of surprised me. I mean, it didn't, though, because Valentine's Day is romantic. It's about love, and isn't it about, you know... Like, you know, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no. That's, I'm sorry, that's the wrong button. That's one of your Valentine's or, Days, or, I'm sure. Or, <laughs> yeah, it's not the... Beer is good. Beer is good. No, no. Uh, well, if you're in that kind of relationship, beer is good. I just... No, you know, hey. No, this one. Do this. Yeah. Oh. That's a lot of pressure, hey, I feel. Girl. <laughs> Feels a lot of pressure. But yeah, 70, oh, now 79% said no. Although I will say, uh, somebody goes, absolutely, we did it three years ago and now we're married. Oh, or we're getting know. married. Here are some uh, ideas that they say are sure to impress on a first date. Okay, let's hear them. Uh, go on a goofy ghost tour. Uh, where's my soulmate? Ryan won't do it with me. That's my idea. I'll be spending my Valentine's Day with Michelle. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, singing karaoke. Taking a brewery or a winery tour. Volunteering together. That's kind of an interesting thing and could be fun. Back to the brewery and wine tour. You're going to get lit. Then it'll be real loose at least. But I just feel if you're on one of those, you're going to get a good buzz on. Oh, and then, okay. Then we're back to this. (laughs) Uh, Go to a specialty bar, they say, or uh, take a baking or cooking class together. I don't know. All that sounds cheesy. How about you and I go to a bar if we're going to go on a Valentine's date and we'll just get draft ice mugs, shoot some pool and darts. How about that? All right. Yeah. Like other. Oh, here's some ideas. Have a game night. Exchange love letters. Plan a movie marathon. Cook together. I don't want to do any of that. Such a classy broad. Beer and darts and you're in. (laughs) High school drafts, baby. (laughs) Okay, here we go. What would you say are some of the best and worst things that America has given the world? Well... First of all, Elvis Presley, you're welcome. (laughs) I will say they actually polled 2,000 people in England and they asked the Brits, you know, what's the best and worst thing America has given the world? All right. So the best things were, number one, 
Number one, Netflix. You're welcome. <laughs> right. And in turn, I feel they gave us Bridgerton. Isn't that a British show? Well, yeah. So, second, so we're even. It's the the second season's happening. It's the most watched TV series now in the history of Netflix, written by Shonda Rhimes because she read the book. In the bo- she read the book because she was on vacation and ran out of things to read. The little library at the resort had it. She started reading it. That's how that became developed. And now it's the most watched series in the history. That is wild. Bridgerton. And they say the guy in the... I was told, do not watch it with the kids. A little too steamy, a little yeah. too much, you know, adult time. Right, right, right. The other things that you would assume would be in there would be some of the, uh, some of the biggest name brands in America. Things like Disney, Coca-Cola. McDonald's, duh. They had Elvis in their top ten, too, by the way. Yeah, they Movies did. was a big deal. Tom Hanks was in there, and your favorite, Star Wars. Heck, yeah. Levi's, NASA, Nike. We kind of went all over because they put these in order. So when they came to be the worst things we've given the world, according to the Brits, mm. the number one worst thing, they said, was too many guns. Followed by the Kardashian family, then racial <laughs> inequality, our politicians, and then Kanye West. Yeah, the Kardashians ranked higher than racism. That's how much the Brits hate the Kardashian family. They don't get it, and you know what? Either do we. Yeah, and deep fried stuff, and the fact that we call football uh, that we call their football soccer over here. Oh, and their tick. The worst thing they said in the top ten that we have given um, given them is Facebook. They don't like it. Mm. Well, then don't go on it. How about that? What are they? What do they look at? How do they stalk their friends in Britain? You know they do Facebook, so I don't know why they said they hated it. Yeah, why you got to be haters? American cheese and Crocs also made the worst list. And they hate pumpkin pie. So, I mean, is, do we even care what, what is they wrong? Think? This is why we dumped your tea in the first place. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for waking up with Shotgun and Charlie on Y100. What do you suppose the biggest pet peeve in the state of Wisconsin is? I can't even imagine. I got to be honest. I mean, I, I suppose I can get behind this. It's slow internet. And you know why it is, though? Because of 2020. Ah. It's because of what happened when we had to keep our kids home. I experienced it. I get why that is it for our pet peeve. That's why. Yeah, so slow internet is the uh, biggest pet peeve in the state for Wisconsin and Minnesota and Iowa, for that matter. Uh, Michiganders, they don't like badly behaved kids. Oh, yeah. Neither do Illinoisans. Oh, really? Michigan and Illinois, their pet peeve is badly behaved kids. Right. Like I imagine in restaurants or events. And yeah. Stuff. Really? Some of the other ones on here of note, people over in the Dakotas don't like burping. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? They don't like bragging down in the South. And uh, if you're in New Hampshire, they don't like PDA. So don't be snogging in public. I'm going to make out every <laughs> chance I get, New Hampshire. Okay, so I have to tell you, we decided to come up with the top five uh, pet peeve list for the state of Wisconsin. Okay. We we just felt like that you and I felt like this was this was pretty good. Uh, number five was just general rudeness because yeah. Wisconsinites are nice by nature. We don't like mean people. We don't like mean, rude people. Number four, getting snubbed during the meat raffles. Come on, man. <laughs> we just want someone to take a dollar so we can right. have our chance at that meat tray. That's funny. I don't think that's too much to ask. Do you? Not at all. All right. Not at all. Number three for our pet peeves, and we love you. We salute you. We respect farmers like crazy around here. We just, it's getting stuck behind them, and we can't go anywhere because it's a narrow or curvy road. You know, I'm sorry. Like I said, we love them. Don't get us wrong, but it's But if you got someplace you got to be. Number two, 
honestly not getting waved back at. As Wisconsinites, we don't like that. That is the worst. The nerve of some people not to wave when driving past him in a small little town. Yes, and you wave and they don't wave back? Even if you don't know the people. Oh, yeah. That is absolutely the worst. I just, come on now. Or, 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 and I don't want to, I don't know what the number one thing is on the list, but when you do something nice for people in traffic, like you let somebody in or something like that, and they don't give you the wave, like, thank you. (gasps) That's cause for running them off the road. (laughs) Absolutely. No, we're kidding. That, that was is, a joke. That is the road rage. That is a Shocker and Charlie joke. Yes. Uh, the number one pet peeve of Northeast Wisconsin, it's after a heavy snow. Come on, man. Plow your sidewalks. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> yes. Plow your sidewalks. Yes. Come on, shovelers, pitch in two. But I feel like the most horsepower out there, you should carry it out a little more if you can. Mm-hmm. All right, let's clear everybody up. This is Y100. Good morning. We're Shotgun and Charlie. Uh, happy Thursday. It'll be a sunny day today for the most part, which is going to be good. All right. We're helping to trim your life. We've been doing it throughout the month of uh, January because we don't really do resolutions because I don't like to uh, set up myself for failure. <laughs> so these are just little uh, strips and tips and skims and whatever you want to call it. Uh, we got two this morning. All right. First one here is uh, is trim your social network. And I think this is always a good thing to do. You know, Go through and just either mute or unfollow at least 21 accounts today that don't bring you joy. So whether it's somebody that you knew in high school that posts like offensive or political stuff, or maybe it's those people that are like uh, that couple that's always gushing about how much they love each other. And you're like, you know, just go ahead and you mean they make you puke. Yeah. You should do 21 of them today. 21 of those today. But do me a favor. Please do us a favor. Please don't be that person that goes through and then does a Facebook post about it. Time to trim the list, everybody. So make a little comment here about how much you love me and how awesome I am or I'm going to be cutting you out of my life. Because I'm going to go ahead and tell you, for this guy, I just go ahead and save you the trouble. Unfriend. I think we've all seen that. (laughs) Congratulations, you made the list. You made the list. And that's when I go, unfollow. (laughs) And I don't unfriend. Unfriend is mean. I don't. I mean, you don't have to unfriend, unfollow. Then you just you don't have to see their crap. Right? Nobody's feelings got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Let me go ahead and shorten that list for you. Bye. All right. Another thing you can do today, we're going to talk, is trim your subscriptions. Now, I think we all can relate. We signed up for something, we forget to cancel it. Mm. This is the day you catch yourself in the act. Go through all your recurring charges. Decide which ones you can't live without versus the ones you don't even use or need. Mm-hmm. You can download apps to help do this faster. It's actually cool. Download the app. True Bill, all one word, T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L. That's the one that I like, and it'll it'll help you financially, too. Because how many times is your account up charges? You're like, what is that? What the heck am I paying for? Yeah, so check it out. The app I use is True Bill, all one word. Today, though, trim your subscriptions that you don't use or need. Shotgun and Charlie, Y100.